This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most trusted, most experienced news and weather team in Southeast Texas. Former law enforcement officer preparing to begin a five-year state prison sentence for child sex crimes. Our media partner, KJS Radio, reporting that a judge in Jasper County sentenced 46-year-old John Dees on Tuesday. Dees had been on probation for sex crimes involving children. The judge revoked his probation following his September 2022 indictment and arrest in Tyler County for indecency with a child by sexual contact. Dees had worked for several law enforcement agencies in the area until about a decade ago. Southeast Texas Justice of the Peace says he's hearing more eviction cases now that COVID assistance has ended. But Judge Joseph Guillory says he's also trying to help. The judge heard three cases in Port Arthur Tuesday, all ultimately evicted, but no one was left without hope. The judge developing a partnership with Southeast Texas Workforce Solutions, Workforce Solutions offering jobs to those facing eviction. A representative with the agency sat inside the courtroom and met afterwards with those evicted. Most of the cases that we hear here are of those that are unemployed, uh, looking for an opportunity to change their life. And that's what I see. So that's why I'm putting forth an effort uh, to bring that change to them. Lamar College is also involved in the partnership to address students and provide resources to entire families. There are four job fairs coming up between now and the month of May to offer assistance. A group of women suing the state of Texas over its abortion ban. They argue it's causing potentially dangerous confusion for doctors afraid to provide treatment, even when the mother's life is at stake. The state does offer exceptions for medical emergencies, but the suit argues it's unclear what those emergencies are. Jared Hill has the details. My heart broke into a million pieces. Excuse me. Anna Zargarian says she was excited to have a baby, but 19 weeks in, her water broke, putting her at risk of a potentially life-threatening infection. She says her doctors in Texas wouldn't perform a life-saving abortion because of the state's new ban. They could not offer me the termination I needed until my life was actively in danger. She's now one of five women suing Texas through abortion rights group Center for Reproductive Rights. What the law is forcing physicians to do is weigh these very real threats of criminal prosecution against the health and well-being of their patients. Texas is among 12 states with the most restrictive abortion regulations. It's banned unless a woman's life is at risk or the fetus has a fatal diagnosis. But doctors have said they're afraid to provide abortions because they face the possibility of life in prison under the new law. An anti-abortion rights advocate who helped to get the regulation passed says physicians are confused. Texas law does not require for a woman to be at death's door to involve, get involved and actually save that woman. This suit is seeking clarity on those medical exceptions. Zargarian says she had to book an emergency flight to Colorado for the procedure. What I needed most in that moment was the choice that Texas lawmakers robbed me of. Meanwhile, a federal judge in Texas is expected to rule soon on a case that could restrict access to an abortion pill, even in states where the procedure is legal. Jared Hill, CBS News. That case in Texas is a lawsuit filed last November that argues the drug misperpristin, which is used in most abortions, is not safe for use 
The FDA expanded access to the drug in January, allowing pharmacies to start selling it in person and by mail. Walgreens says it won't distribute the pill in states where Republican state attorneys generals are threatening legal action. The company says it's seeking certification to distribute the drug in states where it's not being challenged. Port Arthur became a hub for women in industry yesterday. 300 female students and industry executives from across Southeast Texas gathered at the Bombauer Civic Center. Students were able to engage in mock interviews, discuss education opportunities, see the do's and don'ts of how to dress for an interview, and talk with subject matter experts. They could also take a professional headshot and have their resumes reviewed by the professionals in HR. The experts included women in various areas of industry from construction, maritime, oil and gas industry. $23,000 raised to help go towards scholarships for young women. It's so important that students both at the high school level and college level understand what it takes to come and work in industry and the sooner they can start with the STEM education that's offered in the schools is just going to put them so much farther ahead when they get to college and making that decision about what they want to major in. This is a week-long event, so there will be other opportunities for women to network. The next event today, it's a coffee a chat at different universities throughout Southeast Texas. His campaign theme is Paint Beaumont New, and Tuesday night, Michael Cooper called on the community to join him. Cooper is running for one of two council at large seats in Beaumont. He held his campaign kickoff announcement last night. Cooper, Terry Roy, and Begita Hernandez-Smith are vying for the positions held by incumbents A.J. Turner and Pastor Randy Felchaw, who are both seeking re-election. Cooper is focusing on streets, drainage, economic opportunity, and making a difference. There's a lot of things that we can celebrate, but we cannot celebrate until all the work is done. And we still have a lot of work to do here in Beaumont, Texas. Listen, uh, I, I believe Beaumont is rich with opportunity, but the opportunity is right now. We need to seize the moment and make a change. Election Day will be Saturday, May 6th. And now, meteorologist Chad Sanwell, the Weather Authority. Satellite imagery doesn't look like we have a whole lot of cloud cover there, but there's still some pesky low clouds that once the sun comes out, those should burn off fairly quickly, bringing us what should be a partly cloudy sky. Still under the influence of high pressure out into the Gulf of Mexico, keeping our winds generally light today. But another trough of low pressure into the Pacific Northwest is something we'll be watching for you over the next couple of days. Clouds early, giving way to a partly cloudy sky by afternoon. And then, of course, we'll see a little bit of cloud cover again tomorrow morning. Heading into the afternoon where we'll be looking for a mixture of sun and clouds. Here comes a little bit of rain. That's a weak boundary that will push towards southeast Texas. Might not push all the way through, but it will bring us maybe a small chance of rain as we push towards the end of the week coming up on Friday. In the meantime, we go ahead and take a look at our next weather maker. It's a second front that comes in on Sunday. You see the trough kind of working its way through the Midwest. That will push a cold front in Sunday afternoon. Ridging back to the west will build in early next week. That should keep our forecast fairly quiet for the first few days of spring break, which of course is next week for a lot of kids here in southeast Texas. Rain chances today, not much there or tomorrow, but a 20% coverage with the first boundary on Friday. Pretty quiet over the weekend and then 
On the back side of that boundary, we'll see a few early morning showers on Monday, maybe to the tune of about 20%. So overall, the rain chances are not overwhelming by any stretch heading through the next several days. We're looking for highs in the lower to middle 80s today, partly cloudy skies and overall a light south wind. We'll look for 84 at Sour Lake, China and Beaumont, 82 at Port Arthur, 83 this afternoon in Winnie. Your extended forecast over the next seven days brought to you by Phil Pot Ford. We're looking at temperatures that stay in the 80s until Sunday. Once that second front comes through, temperatures definitely cooling off as we head into the early part of next week. Sunshine, I think, should be plentiful both Monday and Tuesday of next week before we start to see maybe a little bit of cloud cover returning by the middle of the week. Thanks for listening to the KFDM News Podcast. Join us again tomorrow for a quick look at the news, weather, and community events that affect Southeast Texas.